Hey fam, hello, hello, hello family. I'm here with a word, okay? And we're gonna get right into this word because it's like the Lord brought this word to me like so, so bomb. So I was in my email, I had a, a, um, a, a email from my Wi-Fi people, right? And it was like, be vigilant because we don't, ever call and ask you for a payment it was it said something like that but it just said be vigilant and when i read it it just took me right to where the bible tells you to be vigilant be sober-minded okay so i'm gonna just give you like a little like example testimony of what god means about being vigilant so you know um one show that I really used to bang with, like, I used to really bang with it, it had me in a chokehold, was The Nanny. I used to love watching The Nanny. You know, it seems so harmless. But one day, God opened my eyes to the fact of they were mocking God. Like, they were mocking him. And once I was, like, watching it and it opened my eyes, I turned it off because I'm like, you ain't about to mock my father. God will not be mocked, okay? You ain't about to do that. But it's the little ways that the enemy will try to, like, infiltrate your surroundings and your mind to try to desensitize you to the fear of God, right? Because, you know, in your heart, you don't want to my God. You don't want to do anything displeasing. But what happens is people try to make it seem like it's not that bad. You you being too you being too technical. It ain't that serious. But, yes, it is serious. Because guess what? My God came down here and died a gruesome death for me. He was humiliated and tortured. He was spied and, and rejected. So it is that deep to me. It don't got to be that deep to you, but it's that deep to me. So I am going to anything that I feel like disrespects my father. I'm going to have to remove myself from that situation because you will not disrespect my father. That's one thing I know for sure. Two things I know for certain. You ain't about to do that. You ain't about to do that. So I want to just give that example of the little things like you got it's in the little things like the enemy don't come to you like with a pitchfork and his horns. No, he comes to you with something that seems innocent. Right. I remember a while ago, somebody had said to me like they was not going to ever stop smoking weed because the um, God lets weed grow. Right. And I'm just like, okay, but then that takes out the scripture where the Bible tells you be sober. You can't be sober when you high. You can't you can't be sober when you high. <laughs> and you fall more into temptation when like when I back when I used to smoke, that's when my life was the worst because you're so desensitized from right and wrong. You feel me? You're like everything seems like a good idea. You get what I'm saying? Because you're not thinking in a sober mind. You're thinking in the mind of somebody high that's in a different realm. That's what you're thinking like. That's why people smoke to try to remove themselves from what they're going through in their life. But them situations is still there. Them bills are still piling up, child. All that stuff's still there that you're trying to run from when you come back down off that high because it ain't going nowhere. It's just putting you in a false reality. you in a different realm illegally. But if you tap into this Bible, if you tap into that Holy Spirit, he's going to have you higher than you ever been, child. Like... I promise you. I promise you that. So, first place I want to take you is, we'll go to 1 Peter chapter 5. 
First Peter chapter five. I'm gonna start at verse six. It says, so humble yourself under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and care to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your enemy, for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion seeking, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. So I want to go back to where it says, humble yourself. And in the mighty power of God. So when you humble yourself, you have to come to the realization, like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't. Like, I be, listen, I be having had a humbling moments. Like, God, I can't do it. I don't, I, I know you're telling me to do it, but you're calling me to do it. And it's big because you want to do it through me. Because I can't do it. I've tried to do it. I can't do it the way you want it done. That's humbling. When you have to really hand your life over to God and be like, I need you to be Lord over it. Because I don't know how. I don't know how to be Lord over my own life. I need you, Lord. I need you to rule my life. Because if you don't, I'm doomed. Like, for real. That's the kind of talk you I have with the Lord. Like, really look at your life right now. Look where your life's been. Look how, look at the situations and the things, the trials that you have went through because you put your hand in something. But God is saying, if you, if you humble yourself and you cast everything onto me, he said, I will give you life and life more abundantly. He said, you take his yoke upon you. He will teach you. He will teach you. He will teach you how to live this life. He's humble and gentle at heart. He wants to guide you through this life. He don't want you walking through this life blindly with blinders on. He wants you to see. Right? And it says, give all your worries and care to God for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. Now, you ain't going to be out in the streets paranoid. God ain't saying don't be paranoid because he gave you, he gave you, a sound mind, you feel me? He's giving you peace. Peace is your portion. But God wants you to just watch your surroundings. Like, you know how we, like, okay. When I leave my house at night with my kids, I'm vigilant. Because the way everything's set up, I need to I need to make sure ain't nobody over there in them bushes. I need to make sure that. Nobody ain't going to try to come and snatch one of my kids. I'm vigilant. I'm looking. Yes, I know God got me. I know God got me, okay? But at the same time, at the same time, I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to test God. I'm not going to just be walking outside blindly and stumble upon something. I'm not going to just go somewhere that my kids don't need to be at. I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to put myself or my kids in harm danger. And and harm or danger. So being vigilant is a thing. We're just looking and, and seeing what's going on. Paying attention to what you're watching. Paying attention to what you listen to. Paying attention to the places you go. Paying attention to your hobbies. Those things are important because the Bible says be vigilant. Ask God. When he's when when 
you have Jesus as Lord over your life. He wants to rule every part of your life. You come and ask him, is it a good, should I go there on Friday? You think that's a good idea? And if he say no, trust him. Because he knows. Right? Be vigilant. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So, like, you know, when a lion on a prowl, lions, first of all, they got, I think they got them padded paws or whatever. So, you can't even hear them coming. But you you looking. You might not hear them coming. You might not see them coming. He might be in the bushes. But you being vigilant. As soon as you hear that bush move, you're like, what's that over there? As <laughs> soon as something don't feel right, as soon as you get that conviction from the Holy Spirit, it's time to go pray. It's time to go to repent. It's time to go work that thing out, child. Whatever the Lord is calling you to do, you go and do it because you have to be on watch. The Bible says, stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. You be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not about to go back down that road. I'm not about to do that. Um. Okay. I'm going to give you another, another, um, testimony. So, um, back when I first moved into my old house, that's when the Lord was like, really like purging me. He was really removing all my filth. <laughs> Praise God. And, um, he had. I used to have dreams, like, at night. And in the dreams, it would be, like, people, like, offering me, like, weed. Like, bringing me, like, weed on platters and stuff. Like, them dreams was crazy. But I was being tempted in my sleep because that was something that once was a stronghold in my life, right? But every morning, even though that temptation was there, I had to stand firm in my faith. I knew that who the sun set free is free indeed. That that that's all I knew. That's all I hung upon to. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. It was times that I would be stressed out. It was times that like I wasn't able to eat. It was times that I had a hard time sleeping. But I knew God's grace. I knew that he was going to give me grace. I knew he was going to push me through. Even though I didn't know how. The Holy Spirit comforted me in knowing that he would. I stood firm in my faith that God was, was in there in the midst of the suffering. Even when it didn't feel like it. Even when I was like, God, I feel forsaken. The Holy Spirit always comforted me. He always kept me going. Even if it was in a way that I didn't see, right? I might be like, God, where you at? And maybe I still didn't feel him all that day. But guess what? It was by the grace of God, by the mercy of God, I made it to the next day and the next day and the next day. And then one day I, I, my eyes were open to see that it was God bringing me through. It was God bringing me through each and every day, every day when I felt like I was going to faint. By his power, I was able to walk. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. It says, um, remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. And his kindness, God calls you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a while, he will restore support and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. All power 
to him forever. Amen. And that's the truth right there. Like, <laughs> that is the truth. Like, after you have suffered a while, God will restore you. He will restore your mind. He will restore your health. He will restore your business. He will restore you. He will give you full recompense. He will give you back what the locusts and them ate. He will do it. He will make that thief give back to you a hundredfold. He will do it. And that's what you got to stand firm on. Even though it might not look like it right now. Even though it seems like your blessings is tearing. Even if it seems like it's taking a while to get to where God has promised you. You got to stand firm on listening. God's words says after i have suffered a little while he will restore support and strengthen me and he's gonna place me on a firm foundation when that enemy is trying to come up against your mind telling you to give up like like how joe white was like why don't you just give up on him and curse god already and die when the enemy is using people that you love to come up against you you still gotta be like the word of god says after i have suffered a while i might not know what a while is but god know I might not know when it's going, when this blessing is going to come, but I know it's coming because God is a man of His word. He don't gotta repent, okay? That's what that's what you gotta store in your heart. That's what you gotta store in your heart, child. So I want to take you to Luke chapter four, and I'm going to switch up the version of the Bible that I'm reading for this next. Um, verse because it blessed me with the ESV. So that's why I'm going to use the ESV. So we're going to go to Luke 4. Let me hold up. I got to find the ESV version. Okay. Um, Verse, what verse is it? Verse 13. And it says, And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. So it's going to be a time where the enemy is going to come up to you with every type of temptation. To see if you want to stand firm in your faith. Because Jesus wasn't sitting there combating the devil with what Jesus thought. He was combating the devil with the word of God and that's over. Once I speak this word of God, it's over. And that's it. You can try to come back a second or third time, but listen, I'm not going to budge off of what the word of God said, period. So then what happened? He had to wait for an opportune time. He had to begin to use the people around him. He had to start calling, causing confusion. He had to start with the persecution because Jesus passed the test of not leaning on his own understanding, right? Because remember, he's fully human and he's fully God. I'm just bringing it to you like that. Like, he didn't lean onto his flesh. Let me say it like that. He didn't try to combat the devil with his flesh. But he used God's word and that was it. Like, even when the enemy was like, if you are the son of God, Jesus wasn't arguing about him being the son of God. He was just like, listen, I'm not about to turn this stone into bread. That's not what he said. He was like, man, can I live by bread alone? I'm not about to, I don't have to prove to you who I am because I know who I am. The enemy will try to get you to step out your identity so you can step into pride. But humble yourself. You don't got to prove nothing to that devil. He know who you are. He know who you are. And that temptation is only there to strengthen you. That temptation is only there to build your faith. 
period. Every time the enemy would come to Jesus with a temptation, Jesus would, he would squash that argument. He would squash that temptation with the word of God. It, the, the Bible says Jesus was hungry. He was fasting for 40 days, 40 nights. Well, I don't know if it was nights. I think it was just days, but you get what I'm saying. And <laughs> get what I'm saying. I want to add nothing. For 40 days, he fasted. But the point of it is he was hungry. He was weak. Think about when you hungry, child. Like one time, I remember I tried to do that Esther fast for three days. Child, after day one, it was curtains for me. I was like, Lord, well, you definitely anointed her for this fast because this ain't for me. <laughs> I at least need some bread and water because I'm hungry. But Jesus still stood firm, even in being hungry, even with being being tempted. Like Jesus, you can clearly see he has the power to do whatever he wants. He clearly could have made two fish and five loaves, child. He clearly could have turned that stone into bread if he wanted to, but it wasn't about him stepping into his pride. It was about his father's will being done. It was about him humbling himself, submitting himself to the will of God. Mm. Mm. Can I, I want to talk to somebody real quick about this. Jesus is God in the flesh, right? Because God, we can't see God. God is invisible. So Jesus is our visible uh, version of God. If I can say it like that. Like Jesus is God, but he's for us to see him. Like when we all go stand before God, Jesus is the visual. We're going to be able to see him. People, even now, like, people have dreams and stuff or just period. When he was, like, walking this earth, like, he was the visible version of God. He was the word that manifested himself into flesh. He is the living word of God. He was, everything was created through Jesus and nothing was created except through Jesus, right? So, like, I just wanted somebody to know that, like, Jesus is God, but God is also omnipresent. He's he's everywhere. Everything. He sees all. But Jesus is the visual version of that. Right? So we can see. God's so good. Like, I don't know about you, but I love the fact that my God humbled himself. And he came and carried our weaknesses. He lived a life like ours. To show us that it's possible to to be holy, that we he didn't just leave us here in our sins. Like that's why I love Jesus, and that's why I love my God because he ain't just be like, listen, I'm about to send y'all down there and good luck. No, he lived the life. He showed us that it's possible with God, all things is possible, and that's why I love my Lord. Because with him, all things is possible. But, um, I just really wanted, like, just to bring this word. Like, you're going to be tempted, but then it's, it's going to be a time the temptation is done. Yes, it's going to be an opportune time. So be alert. Don't live paranoid. Just be alert. Be vigilant. Check your surroundings. Pray without ceasing. Be in fellowship with God. Pray about everything. And he will direct your path. 
right? I just, my, I'm going to just pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for this word that you have brought, Father God, today. I thank you for using my vessel, Father God. I thank you for just giving us this day again that's full of mercy, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for just constantly leading us, Father God, and pulling our hearts to come towards you, Father God. Lord, I'm praying for your child receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that she begins to fellowship with you, Lord, so deeply and so intimately that even when the enemy comes in that opportune time, Father God, she's firm. She's steadfast in her faith, Father God, that she just stands 10 toes down and she just is willing to stand Firm on your word, Lord. But I'm just praying that she has peace. She has peace and she doesn't let the tactics of the enemy come up against her peace, Lord. I pray that she demolishes and dismantles every one of Satan's tactics over her life. I pray that that worry will cease, Father God. I pray that that anxiety she feels ceases, Father God, because your word tells us worry for nothing. Instead, pray about everything. So, Lord, I pray that she begins to increase her prayer life, to cast down that worry, Lord, true prayer, Lord. And I pray that you give her confirmation, Lord, that you communicate to her in the way that you have orchestrated, Father God. Lord, I just pray that your child be strengthened. Just as your angels came and strengthened Jesus, I pray that those same ministering angels will come and strengthen her. And it's in good name. <laughs> it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Child. I had to laugh while I was praying because when I said it, I had like peeked my eye open because I'm like... <laughs> Uh, you can't tell me one of them angels was about to be standing in front of my face, okay? I just put Perry. Don't let me turn around and you just stand in there. Like, <laughs> prepare me. But um, God is good. I just want you to know God is good. He got you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to abandon you. Everybody else in your life might abandon you. You might have been rejected. Everybody else in your life might have fallen short. And how they handled you. But let me tell you something. God will never fail. His word will never fail. I want you to store that in your heart. God's word will never fail. That's in Luke. I can get it for you real quick. Give me a second. That's Luke. The word of God never fails. That's Luke chapter 1. Um, let me see. Um, where's the let me just Google it real quick because I'm like trying to move fast.
It is Luke chapter 1, verse 37. And it says, I definitely like scroll past it too. It says, um, for the word of God will never fail. The word of God will never fail. Store that in your heart. Just know the word of God never fails. It cannot return back to him void. God has made promises over your life. And he will see them to pass because he's a man of his word. Just have a repentive heart. Have a humble heart. And submit under the will of God in your life. And you will see the promises of God in your life. I promise you. Allow Jesus to be Lord over your life. I'm going to let you go. I love you guys so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.